like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary. You have indeed tuned into Shift Happens, and I am eternally grateful that you have because we are here to take a look at our perspective on life, on many different aspects of life. Uh, what I find is that it all boils down to mindset, and mindset determines how we uh, look at life, how what what how we feel what is going on in our life, the uh, quality of our relationships, our financial life, our physical health even. Um, There is tons of research that's coming out more and more showing how our physical health, I mean, is, yes, is determined by our mindset and our mental health. So uh, this is about how do we get to live a life of purpose and live a life of legacy? It's so easy to get caught up in all the little intricacies of everyday life. You know, we have to take care of our job. We had to take care of our house. We had to clean. We had to take care of our pets. We had to take care of our kids and running all over the place that we can get into this very myopic life where we forget that there really is more and and it takes really taking a pause and rolling back a little bit and thinking, uh, getting more of a bigger picture so that you can uh, really take more control in a way, in a sense of what you want your life to be like. Are you living that life of purpose, that life of legacy that you would like to? And that starts with finding out what basically having a life that's in alignment with what your values are, which means that you have to first really identify and get clear on what your values are. And there is this book that I read some time ago. Uh, It's called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind by Vishen Lakhiani. He is the founder of Mind Valley. And if you have not... um, if you're not familiar with Mind Valley, I highly recommend that you check it out because Mind Valley, um, Vishen Lakhiani, he has uh, come up with this whole concept of you know online training on all different kinds of things that focuses on everything from you know finances, our emotional health, and, and growing. It's really about personal growth. And in this book, the Code of the Extraordinary Mind. I mean, as I was reading it, I was just going, yes, yes, yes. He's writing all the things that I believe and all these things that have, that I, I, how I, how I see life. And one of the concepts that he comes up with, he calls, he comes up with a new word that he calls rules, which is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, bullshit rules, <laughs> because what he talks about is that there we may be doing things just because we've been doing them for 
decades, hundreds of years even. And if you think about in our lifetime, hey, let's just, I'll talk about my lifetime. I just turned 50. So in 50 years, think back, there was no internet. We didn't have cell phones. There were so many things that weren't there. And just in my lifetime alone, how our world has changed so astronomically. And that, you know, what was worked back then when I was a child may not very well work today. So this is really about, shift happens is really about taking a look at what is going on and does this really still work? Or is there maybe another way that would be better, more effective that we can live? So, for example, we have a mindset about health. So many people think, oh, you know, and and health slash age, oh, you know, our bodies just fall apart as we get older. Well, I call a brule on that one because (laughs) I do not believe that we automatically just by itself fall apart just because we get older. At the age of 50, I feel as though I am 25 still. I hear all the time people talking about, oh, at age 40 or 50, you know, here come the aches and pains. Not necessarily so. And relationships, I hear so many times that marriage doesn't work or that people have negative things to say about marriage. Well, I would have to say it's not marriage. Don't blame it on marriage. It's two people that are in the marriage. And, you know, maybe maybe the two people in the marriage don't have the tools to make it. Maybe they just grow apart. Maybe they haven't, you know, done things to make that work. And so don't blame the, um, the marriage. And it's not about blaming. It's about deciding what what is going to work for you? And same thing with money, because today's topic is money. How many of us have money issues? <laughs> Lots of thoughts and ideas about money. I know I do. I know we all do. What are some of the, some of the messages that we grew up with? Money doesn't hang on trees. Money is scarce. You have to work hard for it. It's hard to come by. How many of us heard that growing up and we repeated as adults to our children? So we're passing on this whole ideology onto the next generation, which is then going to ripple onto the next generation and the next generation, unless somebody in that process decides to take a couple of steps back and take a look and examine, is that really true? So, um, then that's the thing is, um, this is why I have invited my friend, Josh Zeppis, my fellow rebel and mythbuster, <laughs> Josh Zeppis, onto the show today because he has started a movement. And when I heard him talk about that, I was like, oh my God, I so need to have a more of a conversation with this man. And I love the fact that, um, that Josh, that uh, you are focusing on teens and tweens, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So I want to welcome you, Josh, to Shift Happens and for being on here. Thank you, Karin. Happy to be here. Very honored. Yes. And before we jump into the whole discussion about about money, um, you have just come back, literally just got off the airplane last night from Iceland, where you ran the Spartan race, which is amazing. What a, I, I can't even begin to imagine what kind of experience that must have been. 
it was incredible, to be honest. First time I've ever done anything like this. Um, for those of you who don't know what a Spartan race is, it's think about like a marathon, but with obstacles in your way, <laughs> challenging you, picking heavy things up, uh, climbing walls, ropes, going under barbed wire, um, everything that's trying to stop you from running, but you have to run through them anyways. That's basically a Spartan race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's quite a challenge. It's a challenge physically and mentally. Very much so. Probably yeah. more mental. I mean, physical for sure. Um, and, but definitely there was a big, big mental aspect to it of not giving up, not quitting like we wanted to halfway through the race uh, this past weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've done, I've not done the Spartan race and I certainly haven't done it in, in the kind of environment that you did in, in Iceland. I'm sure that uh, was a whole different level. Plus this time of year where it's cold and it gets, there's very little sunlight. There's only sunlight from probably about 10 or so till 4.30, right? And, um, but yeah, it, it's definitely very extenuating and, but it's also the camaraderie that is there during those kinds of races because I've done obstacle races here in Florida. Yes. Um, so yeah, by the way, the sunlight, the sunset at three 30, we started racing at three. So oh. we had about, uh, it was a four hour race for us. And so most of it was in darkness, uh, going up the side of mountains and through mud carrying 60 pound sandbags. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <clears throat> and at 26 degrees, thankfully it wasn't snowing or raining, but yeah, it was very challenging. And I did have a partner, yeah. which is also very important. I had basically, it was my accountability partner, someone who said, Hey, let's go do this together. Hmm. He pushed me, I pushed him and we would not quit on each other. That was the, one of the biggest things that we, we realized. Yeah. And I tell you what, there's so many parallels to what you do in a race like that to life in general. Because, I mean, we, yeah, we do so much better when we have somebody to go with and who keeps us accountable and who is going through it with us. So you're not alone. That's right. I always liken, liken it to the uh, gym buddy. You know, we get up four o'clock in the morning. We, we start, the alarm goes off and we're like, oh, we don't want to go to the gym. We don't mm -hmm. want to work out. And, uh, and if we don't have that gym partner, we don't have that accountability person. We're, it's easy to hit the snooze button and roll over, right? And never yeah. just say, I'll start tomorrow. I'll just, yeah. you, eventually tomorrow never comes. But if you know your buddy's there waiting for you, you're going to get your stuff, you're going to get your stuff out of bed. You're going to get to the gym. And the coolest part is you're going to do a workout. And afterwards, you're going to be glad you did. And you're going to be a oh. better person mentally and physically for it. No doubt. No doubt. And that also means that you have to pick your accountability partner properly because <laughs> there's. Yes. <laughs> if your accountability partner was also laying around in bed and did not make it out, then uh, you kind of lost the battle right there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so one of the things so you just came back yesterday. And, and so I, I know you had mentioned that after the next day, you were going to go to the um, Blue Lagoon, which is the uh, hot mineral, mineral springs that they have that, that are natural. What was that like? Yes. Oh, that was, that was wonderful. It was absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Um, it's all outdoors, by the way. So it was still about 26, 27 degrees outside Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, once you get in the hot water and yeah. it doesn't matter, the cold air doesn't even matter. You're just in such a relaxed state. And 
that was our prize, by the way. That was our reward. Yeah. So that's, um, I probably put that as like maybe lesson number three or, the, you know, one takeaway from this trip um, is having a reward, having something that you can say, hey, I accomplished it. Now I deserve to have a little something nice. And that, yeah. that was our reward for, for, you know, going through the entire race. Yeah. Finishing. What an amazing reward. And, and yes, so I love these lessons that you've taken out of the race. And when we come back from these messages, we're going to apply these to money. And what is this movement that Josh has started? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Yes, and we're back with Josh Zeppis, who just came back from Iceland literally last night, got off of the airplane, and because he was there running the Spartan race in incredible um, weather circumstances and and um, uh, also just the, the geographical landscape and, and mountainous landscape and really... Uh, is quite a challenge, um, and he is my 
fellow rebel and MythBuster because Josh he has started a movement, and so t- we're, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what kinds of uh, takeaways that you can take and parallels from the uh, Spartan race that you completed and life in general. Yes, absolutely. Um, I would probably sum it up like this: one of the the first thing I had to do when I decided to do the Spartan race. I had to see the finish line. Um, I had to set that goal. And, you know, I I talk to a lot of people that don't like going to the gym, don't like working out, and it's hard, and it absolutely is. It's grueling. Um, But one thing that really helped me was having that finish line. And by the way, when I got there, I actually saw the finish line. That was fantastic. I was like, that's where I'm going to be. So I visualized myself crossing the finish line. And that itself was enough motivation that, that kept me going through. I'm, I'm not going to stop till I cross the finish line. So having that vision and, and just trying to feel like, how, how would it feel to cross the finish line? You know, getting that feeling like this is what, it's going to feel so great. It's going to be so worth it no matter what I have to go through, through the mud, through the cold, through the, the ice. I mean, we literally started off the race scaling a mountain straight up, not going up a trail, straight up a 1,400 foot mountain and then, oh my God going straight down on our butts down the ice because it was too slippery to actually walk down. Oh, my God. And wow. uh, that was the first mile and a half of the race. <laughs> and I was like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> oh, we don't know. We don't even understand that concept here in Florida. We think, you know, there's a little molehill. It's like, oh, there's a hill. So, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wow. So that, that was a big thing for me because most people, I don't think, ever get off the couch because they don't see the goal. They don't see the finish line. They don't see themselves at the end because they don't have that focus. So definitely got to have that finish line in your mind and ideally in your vision, if you can see it. Yes. And I think also, especially to get uh, off of the couch, whether it's the proverbial actual literal couch or in any other way, it's important to set a small goal first with a finish line that's fairly close and then work your up to bigger finish lines. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goes to one of the other lessons I took away um, or that I'll share with you guys is identity. Mm. So once you accomplish something, even if it's small, it kind of raises your belief level. And it's like, wow, if I can do that, what else can I do? And then you can set the next notch up. You can set the next goal a little bit higher and then higher and then higher. And before you know it, if you keep going, you're going to be the number one person in the world, yeah. right? You're, you eventually have to win if you keep doing better and better than you were the day before. So that was one of the great things is this is was such a tough race for me. I'm like, if I can do this, what else, what, what can't I do? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we talk about stepping into our infinite potential and you start, you have to prove it to yourself. I love this concept that you're bringing up about, um, you know, proving to yourself each time and how that you have to experience it in how it changes, how you feel about yourself, how you start seeing more and more possibilities. And like you said, that whole concept of if I can do this, what else can I do? It just continues on from there. That's right. It's like if you want to get to the 10th story of a building mm-hmm. and you look up and you look up 10 stories, you're like, there's no way. <laughs> but you know what? What if you found the staircase? What yeah. if you said, you know what? I'm going to take this first step. Hey, that worked. I could do it again. And you yeah. start taking more and more steps. Eventually, you will be at the 10th floor. And then yeah. you're going to be looking down like, I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, Josh, what brought you, put you on this path of creating this movement. Um, tell me, a little, tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah. So the, the movement I'm working on now is, is called Broke is No Joke. Mm. And it's a movement to teach teens, tweens, and parents, by the way. I'm not ignoring adults. Mm. Um, the real side of money, of wealth, and, and eventually of freedom. Because isn't that really, you know, it's all about freedom. It's about having control over our lives, doing what we want, when we want, how we want, why we want. Yep. It seems as though that is the American dream. However, the American dream, how it is played out now, is almost the opposite. It's work until you're, you work yourself to the bones until there's nothing left of you. And then because you have worked so hard and you didn't take care of yourself health wise, because you were working so hard and you didn't have time to think or, or take care of yourself, then, you know, you got sick. And so if you have time to retire, then you're pretty much sick and going to the doctors, spending all your time in the doctor's offices. And, uh, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, and that's that's an excellent point, by the way, because that's where I was. I uh-huh. started. I was. I did everything I was told to do growing up: go to school, get your degree, safe, secure job, and I did that. Mm-hmm. And it was. It seemed like it was working. Uh, I was an engineer for twenty years, by the way. I was a design engineer for semiconductors and cell phones and things like that. So, I was following the quote unquote American dream. And then one day, I found out. Well, my four hundred one k was never going to retire me which was a huge shock because I was putting a lot of money into it. Hmm. And then I started looking around and realizing I'm sitting in this gray jail, I mean, excuse me, cubicle, (laughs) 10 hours a day, like busting my butt really hard, like working 10-hour days really hard for this company, and I had nothing more to show for it. The harder I worked just meant the harder I worked. Hmm. And I was like, this cannot be the American dream. This cannot be the next 30 years of my life. And that's what that was my wake-up call. That's what got me thinking. And so I escaped corporate America and started working, you know, obviously on personal development, raising my own identity. And I realized that, wow, everyone out there is stressing about money. Mm-hmm. That it's literally killing us. Yeah. So I got into the field and I started learning what was wrong with the industry and what we can do to actually start fixing it. Yeah. Wow. But there is fixing this <clears throat> issue. <laughs> there is, believe it or not. And, I, and I'm not a fan of the old industry. I understand it. I'm on the inside now. So I mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think they do a better job of marketing and telling you what to do with your money than to actually teaching you and giving you the skills so that you can make the best choice for yourself. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of the, the movement we're starting. You know, all the things parents don't know we teach, all the things schools don't teach mm-hmm. or don't share with kids, we, we share that. And all the stuff the financial industry doesn't want you to know. That's my favorite thing to share with people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And and why do you think that that is kept secret or hush-hush? Well, it goes back to, you know, businesses exist to make money. And Mm. the more money they can make, the better they do for their shareholder. It's just, it's how our economy works. So um, keeping us a little bit on the ignorant side about money Mm. is obviously puts them in a really good spot where we have to go to them for advice. We have to do what they say because we don't know ourselves. We don't know what to do. So it gives them an advantage. And the unfortunate part, honestly, Karin, this, this is really what I, I'll just say pisses me off about the industry mm-hmm. is we can do what they say. They're the experts, but if they're wrong or if something goes weird or if they don't predict things properly, we either want, we suffer the consequences. Half our retirement is gone, not theirs. Yeah. And then we still have to pay them for that. Right. 
Okay. So I, I just don't think it's a really good system. I think the people are fine. I'm not saying anything bad about the people, but I think right. the system is it needs some work. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've all grown up pretty much with the same uh, lessons and teachings. So until we uh, learn anything new or are open to it, then we're not going to, you know, go ahead and, and know what else is. And um, so there were some things that we would talk, you, you touched on about, um, you know, this whole thing of, you know, feeling like you were in a jail cell <laughs> in your cubicle. Yeah. And, and that's truly so many people really feel that way and they feel so stuck and lost and with no choices. Um, so what, what was it that other than, you know, recognizing that you were in this, this is the piece that uh, so many people get stuck on. So a lot of people realize that, but then they don't know how to step out of that. What, um, prompted you, you to step out and find this? Other, how did you come across it? Can you kind of be more specific? Yeah. Um, actually, it was just a friend of mine that he's the one that prompted me to look at my 401k and look into more detail. And mm. when I realized it wasn't working, um, that's, I was so upset. Yeah. You know, my favorite effort today is freedom. Yeah. But back then it was a different effort. I'll let you guess which one that was. And I said it a lot. <laughs> Uh, but that was the first piece because here's the thing. I'm, I'm a big fan of freedom and that's my big higher level movement, mm. but to have freedom, which is basically control, you need to have choice. Yeah. Right. You know, if you don't have choice, you don't ever have control. If all you know is, you know, you, you, you gotta have, you gotta have some sort of choice, but to have choice, you need awareness. You gotta know what the options are. Yeah. And what I realized was I was told to do a 401k, but I was never, explained any other option. There was no other option on the table for me. So yeah. how can I make the best choice for myself if I don't know everything out there? And yeah. that's what my friend did. He said, hey, look, there's other things. There's other strategies. Take a look at this. Take a look at that. And I did. And my whole world opened up. And then I said, wow, what if I apply this to life? Mm. What else? What else am I just assuming I should be doing? And maybe there's other options. And that, that's the whole world opened up at that point. Yeah. I was doing it in my relationships. I was doing it in money. I was doing it in my career. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to be sitting in this cubicle forever. Yeah. What else can I do? How can I take my passion and monetize it? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I get to help people with now is doing wow. that. That's a beautiful thing. And that whole part, I mean, you, you just um, described the whole uh, Brule's idea <clears throat> about taking what is going on because truly we – we create our own reality. Our own reality starts in our head, in our mindset, what we believe. So um, we live what we believe. And that means that that's that part where I keep talking about how we take a few steps back and we, we take some breaths and we uh, take a look at maybe there is another way. And then we then, like you said, the whole world opens up. There's a whole other life and world out there. So coming when we come back, we're going to go ahead and take a break and listen to a couple of messages. When we come back, we're going to get more into what is this? It broke is no joke. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Tune in to The Wellness Connection for the latest and most comprehensive information about health and wellness topics. From natural health and green living to regulation, political views, and legislation. Each week, hosts Peter McCarthy and Radia Gleese interview renowned experts who will answer questions and provide the keys to your better health and better life. Listen for The Wellness Connection live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. And we are back. Thank you for hanging in there as we were listening into those messages. And we were just talking with Josh Zeppis, who's my guest today, talking about money and becoming financially free and learning that there's a whole other way of, of, um, of way to achieve what it is that we would truly like, time, freedom, prosperity, and uh, we were just on break. We were, we were streaming live on Facebook now, and uh, we were chatting a little bit about money mindset. So, Josh, what are some things that you can share with us about money mindset? I'd be happy to. Um, so, I'm going to start off with something, a little, a statement that might be a little controversial. So, I hear a lot from people I talk with that, you know, they say that they have a money problem, yeah. but I'm going to make the claim that nobody actually has a money problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, you know, I have, you know, if I want to, I have a fat problem, maybe I've got too much fat on me. I want to lose some weight, but fat's not really the problem. It's the result mm-hmm. of diet and, and my lifestyle, you know, my, my exercise and my diet. Yeah. Um, in the same way, no one really has a money problem. Really money is just the result of how we think and what we do. Yeah. And I know a lot of folks can probably uh, can probably relate to this, but I was brought up with the belief I was always told money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's all these kind of money myths we're told. Money isn't important. Money can't make you happy. Money's the root of all evil. That sort of thing. Yep. And the key is it's not whether these things are true or not. It's the question is does it serve you to believe it? Is it helping you become more prosperous to make more money, to have more money, to be become wealthier? By believing these things or by not believing them? Because, for example, money, I don't know, let's say money isn't everything. I hear that one a lot. Money's not everything. That's true. But you know what? It's, it's, 
probably second up there with oxygen. You kind of mm-hmm. need to do anything you want to do in society, right? True. So it's not everything, but without it, we're we're dead. Yeah. And so just these thoughts that go through our heads, you know, money can make you happy. Of course it can't, but neither can poverty. Yeah. So if you're going to choose to be happy, would you rather be happy with money or without money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, the happiness factor is a whole other concept. And the thing is that with my background, what I know is that when we are stressing about money, then uh, we are in fight or flight mode. And right. we are in fight or flight mode. We are tense. We can't think outside of the box. We um, are creating uh, you know, inflammation, because if that's constant, stress is constant, that creates inflammation. And from inflammation starts all physical disease, pretty much. So not a good place to be. <laughs> no. And I don't think we're, we're, we're not ourselves when we're stressing about money. We're not no. the, we're not the same person. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and we, we become a lower form of who we are, which is, again, survival mode, as opposed to what we're really placed here on earth to do. That's right. That's right. And uh, I, I think we're raised also to, um, unfortunately, we're raised to hate money in, in many ways. Yes. You know, we see our parents fight over money. We see yeah. people do bad things for money. Uh, money tends to rule everything and it puts us in a really bad frame of mind when it comes to money. And here's the problem though. If we, if someone hated you, are you going to hang around them too much? Not so much. No, probably not. Right. So if we hate money, money's not going to be around us a whole lot. And that's why I think a lot of people struggle financially. We just don't understand money. We, we have this and we don't hate it intentionally. It's just more um, subliminal, I suppose. It's more on the inside. Um, so I think money wants to be respected. It wants to be cared for. It wants to be loved. And if we can take that mindset towards mm-hmm. money, I think we'll find uh, money is going to show up and hang around us a lot. It'll be a lot nicer. And, you know, Josh, another thing that I think is is very much deep-seated in what is causing a lot of our money problems is an internal sense of unworthiness. If you don't feel worthy, you are not going to ask for it. You are... Um, subconsciously um, not stepping up and, and asking what you're worth. That's right. That's right. And I do believe we always get in life what we feel we deserve. And that goes back to identity. So if we feel we're only worth 10 bucks an hour, then that's probably where we're going to be. Yeah. Um, so I think the realization that number one, money is abundant, right? Money. Yeah. It's funny. My parents always told me money doesn't grow in trees, Josh, <laughs> um, which is trying to put me in the scarcity mindset. Like money is hard to come by, but I tell you what, money actually does grow in trees because it's, it, <laughs> and it might as well. It's abundant. There's a, there's an infinite supply of money and we're creating more every day. Yeah. So it might as well grow in trees. So why should I not have a whole bunch of it and then yeah. take that money I do earn and go do good things with it for other people? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, to me, money's a tool. Money's a tool for me. I, I use it. I want to use it to fix the world. I want to use yeah. it to save people. I want to use it to help people. Um, and I think it makes good people better. And I think sometimes money can make bad people worse. Yeah. So it can go either direction. But at the end of the day, it's just a tool. Kind of like alcohol, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> In a bad way. But uh, yeah. so, so, Josh, how, um, how are you... Um, using money because I, I I would assume that the broke is no joke. Um, big part of what you are contributing to the world. Yes. Um, 
so what we're doing for this movement to help teach people, so we, got, we have workshops we're doing for teens and tweens. Uh, we have workshops for adults as well. Uh, we also have a radio show where we're going and sharing this information. Um, it's a book series. It's, we have a board game coming out soon. Um, it's going to become an international competition. So there's a lot of different outlets. Mm. And for us, if you remember, we talked about freedom and control starts with awareness. Yes. That's our, that's our focus. We want people, we want awareness. We want people to understand that maybe what they're doing isn't going to work out. You mm-hmm. know, it, cause that's the, that's the thing. People think what we're doing, that what they're doing with money is going to work out, but it, it may not. So it's just about opening of the eyes. Like here's the truth. Yeah. Kind of like the matrix, right? You yeah. want a red pill, blue pill. Yeah. You know, we were offering the red pill. We want people to see the truth. And cause I truly believe in my heart of hearts that if, you're aware of all your options. I know you have the right answers. I know you'll make the best choice for you and your family. Yeah. So my job is just to to share all the information, to share, to open up the the curtains. Yeah, and and that's what this show is really all about: is heightening awareness and letting people know what else is out there. There is more out there. We do have options, and and from the the awareness and knowing and learning about these options, people can. Um, and they have the freedom to make these choices of what they need to do for themselves. That's right. And, and why, would, why are you focusing on uh, specifically teens and tweens? And, of course, include their parents if they want to. <laughs> yeah, uh, excellent question, actually. Uh, first of all, teens and tweens are our future. Yep. They are the future senators, the future CEOs, the future leaders of our community. And if they are stressed about money, and that's creating health and mental and physiological and spiritual issues like it's doing with our generation, mm-hmm. we're going to be in a bad place. So that's one reason. But I also think with the teens and tweens will come the parents. I think parents love their children. They'll do anything for their children. And that's one of the avenues we're taking to work into the school systems and things like that. So we can also bring parents in a lot more easy and, and a little bit more openly. Yeah. Yeah, and making it a family learning time where the whole family is learning together. And yes. I, I think that, that also creates more uh, closeness and intimacy as a, as a family to open up this because, uh, honestly, money in many places and cultures and families is a taboo. You know, you don't talk about that. And um, it's a little bit like sex. You know, we, we don't talk about yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, so this opens it up that, okay, here we have a platform and we're actually really talking about it in, in a real sense together as a family. That's right. That's exactly the purpose. And I, you know, sometimes it's hard for parents to share, uh, you know, financial topics or, or talks about financial things with their children because the parents themselves are struggling. Yep. So what, what information can they share? And then they don't want to say the wrong thing or, or misguide their kids. So it's bringing the parents and the kids together also to have the conversation together, kind of like we used to do over the, the dinner table yep. or we used to gather around the radio and we would have those, those great conversations. Um, I don't think we're doing that so much anymore, mm-hmm. especially with social media and, and it's kind of causing a little bit more of a chasm behind the, you know, between the generations. So we're yeah. going to bring people together. That's what, yeah. that's what we're about. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. And, and, and um, so when you do the workshops, um, what kinds of things do you do in the workshops? I know you were telling me about that. I, was like, I thought I was fascinated with 
how you take the kids through this and what they end up with. Yeah. Um, so I want to take kids through a, a journey, basically um, everything from making money. I believe, honestly, this is going to sound a little weird, but I believe that if you're not making money by the time you're about two years old, you're falling behind the curve a little bit. Two? Um, <laughs> by two years old. I think even at two years old, you can say, hey, grandpa, I just, can I draw you a picture for a quarter? You know, just, I like to have kids associate, if I work hard, I can make money. Like money's not a bad thing. Like I can provide a value or service and I can earn money. Maybe mm -hmm. at seven years old, you have a paper route. Maybe, you know, at 13 years old, you're cutting lawns. I think with that mentality of entrepreneurship, that mentality of, hey, I have value. I, I can provide value to other people and then I earn money in return. Mm -hmm. I think we're missing that because, you know, and, and one of the things we always like to do with our kids, we don't want our kids to struggle like we did. So we provide, we say, oh, you're not going to work. Don't worry about it. I'll pay for your food and your housing and your clothing and everything you need until you're 18 years old, yeah. right? Until you're off to on your own. <laughs> but what happens when you're off on your own? You've never had to make money before. Yeah. Now you're struggling. Now you're like, well, what do I do? Yeah. So I wanted, that's one of the first things we teach kids is I make them start a business. Mm -hmm. I say, you got to start a business. What would you do if you can do anything? What, what kind of business would you open? And we do a business plan. That's one of the first things we do. And then we take them through how to save money. Uh -huh. That's another thing schools don't tend to focus on is once you make the money, what do you do with it? Yeah. Um, obviously, then once you save it, how to protect it and then how to build assets. Mm. Uh, we're very good in our society about uh, building liabilities or, or collecting yeah. liabilities like car payments and house payments and credit card payments and all these things that we're liable for. But what if we can collect assets instead, things that make us money? Yeah. Wow. You because know, liabilities cost us money, but assets make us money. Exactly. And gets us deeper in the hole. So let's talk more about uh, building liabilities instead of debt when we come back from these messages. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Everything is energy. It's all connected. Your energy can be seen as the foundation for your life and impacts all areas of living. Do you realize that your thoughts have the power to affect how you show up? Tune in for Healthy Energy with Margot, featuring host Margot Nielsen. Margot and her guests will show you that connecting to your energy is vital to your health, relationships, money, and more. Listen live every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. 
Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. I'm so glad that you hung in there for this last segment of Shift Happens. And we are going to be talking about, during the break there, uh, Josh and I, we were just chatting a little bit about what are the three things about money that stress people out? Yes. And actually, I was having my coffee this morning and I was I said, what can I share with your audience? And I wrote these just now, um, you know, that would be a value. So hopefully they got some good nuggets so far, but these, these three things, I want to ask you guys a few questions about. So the first thing that stresses people out is how to make money. Yeah. You know, I mentioned I do that for the kids, right? How to make money, but I want to challenge your audience. I'm going to give you a couple of questions for them to answer. Mm. So with regards to making money, here's my first question. Whatever you're doing in your career is fine, but if you got paid in happiness, if, that were, if happiness were the national currency, what would you be doing? Hmm. Would, would it be horses? Would it be race cars? Would it be Superman maybe? You know, whatever. <laughs> what would you do? If you just got paid in happiness, what would make you so crazy happy that you would just do it for free if you had to? I that's, love that. That's part one of this question. The part two is now if you had to monetize it, how would you do that? Hmm. Come up with three ways to monetize it. Maybe let's say you love horses. All right, you can open up a stable that, that um, you know, holds horses there, you know, boards horses. Maybe you can race horses. Um, maybe you could become a veterinarian, right? So I'm just, coming, I'm just giving an example. Yeah. So making money doing what you love is one way to re- really reduce your stress about money. And mm-hmm. don't, you don't, have to, don't quit your job tomorrow. I'm not saying that, but start thinking about what you would actually do and maybe start down that path on a, you know, off to the side mm-hmm. just for yourself and see where that takes you. Um, so that's the first thing. So number two, once you're making money, then saving money, right? Saving money. And I get a lot of people, Karen, that says, you know what? I just can't afford to save. Right. I, I just can't. And that's everybody, by the way, because here's the thing. If you're waiting to save money till the end of the month after your bills, how much money is left over? Right. It's usually not much. So right. here's my challenge. Here's my challenge to you guys for, on saving money. If you got, let's say you, your company you work for, cross the board, 10% pay cut to everybody just to keep the doors open, would you, what would happen to your family? Would you be on the street? Would you be begging for food? Or would you just somehow find a way to make it work if you had to get a 10% pay cut? We would figure out a way as we always there do, you go. right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. so here's my challenge then. Here's my challenge. Take that. So I'm giving everyone on your call, your entire audience, I'm giving you guys a 10% pay cut. But- Instead of losing that money, I want you to take that 10% and put into an investment, mutual funds, stocks, your 401k, IRS, something that's going to compound 
that gives you some compound interest. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you an example. If you just took $300 a month, right? Let's say your average salary is $3,600 a month. You took $300 a month um, over 30 years at 8%, you would have $425,000. Wow. It at just 300 bucks a month, 10%. It doesn't sound like much. That's right. But compound interest is your friend. It sure is. And the last one is keeping the money. So once you're saving it, the worst, you know, people don't like losing money. They don't, they want to be able to keep what they have. And I see too many families go backwards. I see them lose everything. 2008 was a big example of people who lost everything and had to start over. And that's mm. terrible. Yep. So the concept here is called leverage. If I gave you, Karin, if I gave you $10 and if you gave me $1 and I gave you $10, is that a good deal for you? I like it. <laughs> okay. What if I gave you $10 tomorrow instead of today? You give me $1 today, I give you $10 tomorrow. Good deal? That's still a good deal. I'll take it. There you go. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're talking about. You know, there's ways through, there's insurance vehicles, there's other strategies, investment strategies that can help you protect your money. Yeah. Don't be afraid of insurance, especially because basically you're transferring the risk of your assets to another company and let them take the load, let them take care of it for you. Mm. Um, Because I hate seeing people go backwards and lose money. So I just want to share those three things real quickly, get people thinking about making money, saving money without excuses, and then obviously keeping what they make and what they save. Those are all three excellent, very valuable tips. So thank you, Josh, for sharing those. Absolutely. You also um, have a book that you would like to share with our audience. Yeah, I have um, a book coming out. You'll, you'll be seeing it probably in January timeframe, and it's going to be a book on the simplicity of money. So uh, one thing about money that is people won't believe me when I tell them this, but it's a lot more simple than you think. <laughs> money is not complex, at least the basics of the stuff that you need to know to build wealth. Yeah. So I'm writing a book about that. I'm going to share the simplicity of money that you were never taught. Mm. And um, look, look, look for that probably in January, early February timeframe on Amazon. Great. Yeah. I, I like simple. Simple is good. Life yes. gets too complicated <laughs> way too easily, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Josh, how can people get involved in this movement? Absolutely. Yes. Um, it would be great. So we have... Um, a website that you guys can go to. It's uh, broke is no joke dot show S H O W. And on there, I'm giving your listeners a very special offer. I have an ebook I want to share with you guys for free. And this ebook is called the top 10 tiny things to a tremendous 2019. <laughs> Cause I want all your listeners to have an amazing year next year, like their best year ever. Oh yeah. And I've got 10 tips on how to do that. And I'll send you guys ebook for free. Um, if you just get onto our, you know, join our movement and just stay in contact with us. And so you can see what's going on and we'll be sharing lots more tips and things like that as well. But broke is no joke dot show. And also our Facebook page broke is no joke. And the website www.brokeisnojoke.org. O-R-G. Correct. Awesome. Awesome. Josh, this was been, has been phenomenal. 
Um, it's this does not end our conversation because just as Josh encouraged you to continue uh, to follow him on his uh, sites because uh, we this is just the beginning. We cannot finish here. We are going to make 2019 phenomenal and amazing. And speaking of which, um, mindset and whatnot. Excuse me. Sorry. Next week, we are going to be talking about how the last 31 days, which we are in December as we're recording this live, and we know what happens in December, right? All the holidays, all the yummy good stuff that's out there, and it's so easy to throw all of our health uh, goals out the window. And Brittany Kenno, she is our um, guest next week. She is a nurse. She is a life, health, and fitness coach. She is amazing. She has great energy, and she has a lot of great tips on how to not just crash your whole entire uh, you know, health out the window in December just because it's the holidays, so we don't have to you know, start in January having to lose 30 pounds that we just gained. So, um, so that's who's going to be on next week. And also, speaking of doing good with money, I have signed up uh, to help the cystic fibrosis um, fundraising with a bike race next November. I know that we have a whole entire year before that happens. However, um, I signed up to raise money for it and collect at least a group of eight people to uh, join in the bike race. So this is a great time to uh, take care of that. I will give more information on how you can help with that program. They will also be on live as my guest uh, in February of next year. So with that, I just want to finish off with this beautiful quote that I've heard a couple of times this week by Albert Einstein. Love the man. There are two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. So go out there, live your life like it's a miracle. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.